My friends in Christ, this Feast of the Epiphany is many things. It's the star, the magi, the journey, the child, the gifts. The star speaks of a God who calls but never coerces, who guides but ever so gently. The magi speak of searching and seeking, wondering and wandering. They speak too of outsiders becoming insiders and of the surprising breadth of God's embrace, the wideness of God's mercy. The journey they make speaks of faith and hope, the risk of faith and the power of hope. The child speaks of a God whose ways are not our ways, for who would ever expect, expect God to be a helpless child in the arms of his mother? And the gifts, I used to think that the gifts the Magi offered the Christ child spoke more about them than about him, that they were a statement about their world, their values, maybe even their needs. For what possible need could the child have had for such lavish and impractical gifts? But the early fathers of the church found rich symbolism in those gifts. They saw each of them as an epiphany that revealed something about the child. The gold revealed his kingship, the frankincense, his priesthood, the myrrh, the death that he would one day die. That's another way of saying that the Magi's gifts speak of the gift this child is to the world, the gift he is to each of us, this child who is a king like no other, a priestly king, a servant king, who came to give his life for the world. So yes, the epiphany is the star, the magi, the journey, the child, the gifts. But it is even more. The, the epiphany is also empty hands and full hearts. The magi, their hands full of precious things, followed the star. When they found the child, they emptied their hands only to find their hearts full. For the child gave these sophisticated seekers a gift that was greater by far than the gifts they had brought. The child gave them new horizons and new hope, and in doing so, brought them to their knees. And then there's the other lead character in the story, King Herod. He's the perfect counterpoint to the Magi. Herod could see in the child only one thing, a threat to himself and to his world, a threat to all he held dear, his wealth, his power, his rule. Unlike the Magi, Herod's hands and heart were far too closed to receive the gift that was the child. And what about us? If we are to receive the gift of the child, we must open our hearts and empty our hands as the Magi did. Let go of things we cling to, the things we crave, the things we may find it hard to part with, money or material things, things that weigh us down, or less tangible things like our selfishness, our harsh judgments, our prejudices, our overreaching ambitions, our aggressions, our refusal to, to, refusals to forgive. All of which reminds me of a little reflection on the Epiphany. I don't know who the author is, but Archbishop Hunhausen sent this to his friends at Christmas many years ago. It spoke to me then, 
and it still speaks to me. Maybe it will to you. Here it is. If, as with Herod, we fill our lives with things, and again with things, and if we consider ourselves so important that we fill every moment of our lives with action, when will we have the time to make the long, slow journey across the burning desert, as did the Magi? Or sit and watch the stars, as did the shepherds? Or ponder in our hearts the coming of the child, as did Mary? For each of us, there is a desert to travel, a star to discover, and a being within ourselves to bring to life. My friends, Christmas and Epiphany are magi moments, magic moments too. We empty our hands, generously giving gifts to family and friends. We do this because at the heart of Christmas and Epiphany is the one who is, is himself pure gift, the one who is the Father's gift from all eternity, the one who kim, comes to give that gift to us, comes to give himself to us. To receive this gift, we must empty our hands as the Magi emptied theirs. We must free ourselves, let go of things that don't really count, let go of everything that is contrary to the child and to what he stands for. Only in this way will we create in our hearts and in our lives a space empty enough and big enough to receive the gift beyond all other gifts. That gift is ours for the taking, my friends. It comes, he comes to us in many ways, if only we have eyes to see. And of course, he comes to us right now in the Eucharist we celebrate and receive.